Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown and beyond. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Tickets for the NBA All-Star event going on sale. They go on sale today? I think they go on sale today at 10, or did they go on sale yesterday? No, they go on sale today, today, today at 10 a.m. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Uh, The All-Star Celebrity Game will be played inside Lucas Oil Stadium. And then... You've got uh, the NBA All-Star Game that'll take place on Saturday, February 17th. That's all Gamebridge Fieldhouse. So tickets going on sale. Look, it's going to be here. It's going to be a good time. Let's go have a good time. Oh, I think the NBA has a lot of work to do. A tremendous amount of work to do. And certainly, if they're going to be a political uh, group, uh, LeBron James doesn't speak for everybody, so I, I only hope NBA players will will engage their own voices. There's no shut up and dribble, but man, uh, don't be told you can't say something because somebody else at some other team might get angry. Uh, exert yourself. Sometimes that's what it takes, for sure. But the tickets are going on sale, and I hope it brings a gigantic amount of money to the city. A stupid, embarrassing amount of money to the city. And for those of you worried about homelessness, don't worry. This is Indianapolis. Everybody will be gone off the streets. Everyone will be gone off. The, don't, don't worry about it. Like it never happened. That's, that's what's coming. Like it never happened. And Chief Taylor, IMPD, is stepping down at the end of the year. He'll be in a uh, different capacity saying, I have been in this job for 36 years, 30 here in Indy, and four as your chief. It's been truly an honor. It's truly been an honor to serve you in this community. Uh, look, I, to, to the idea that somehow I'm going to be angry at, at, at Chief Taylor, specifically for the issues of Indianapolis, would be, um, I, I think, a little rough to do. I, I don't think there's a, a, a value in that. Um, but... We, we should be clear that uh, there, there's also not a value in, in what's been happening in Indianapolis. Now, Indy seems fine with it. I mean, look what they vote for. Uh, who, who, who am I to say? This is what they vote for. This is, this is what, they, what they want. Um, but I, I, I will tell you that uh, certainly I wish the man well. I wish Indianapolis better. I wish Indianapolis um, uh, certainly uh, a, a city county council that actually wants police to do their job, a mayor that would have police uh, do their job, a prosecutor who will do the job once police do theirs. These are the things that, that I want. I'm a simple man. I have no idea if this is going to be the case. Specifically uh, upset or bothered with Chief Taylor now. 
not 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 I. Uh, that said, uh, I'm bothered with the entirety of how Indianapolis does things, and I don't know if a new chief is going to bring about something different. I can't imagine that it does. That's a problem. Tony Katz, ninety-three WIBC. Good morning. So a little traveling uh, coming up uh, for for the holidays. Uh, not, not not too much. Won't be gone too long. Tony Katz, ninety three WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Uh, but uh, the the family is down in 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 Florida, and and everybody has now reached an, an age, as you know, where where yeah, you might have to go. You might have to go. And and uh, for for those of you who ask questions uh, about Diane, uh, Diane is 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 good. And, and well, I assume she's listening right now. Hey, mom. Um, uh, but they're like, when does when is Diane going to call back in? Right? She used to be a kind of regular part of the show. Uh, things got rough for a while, uh, and I I honestly don't know. Like now, I'd be curious. Now I'd be curious if Diane would be up for an on air phone call. But for for a while, there was n- no shot. No, sh- I, I'd be surprised. But I I, I leave it to her. I, I'm not I'm not I'm not like hey you should you should call in if she wanted to she she knows the number. Or she'd she'd text me and be like, "I have to talk to you, Tony. You've been you've been disappointing," and uh, and and that would be it. But it it happens. Things that was a rough rough couple of years, and so, and so uh, going down. Excuse me. Uh, still, the cold's almost gone, almost gone. So I'm going down. So I'm going down to, to to Florida, and so so my kids asked, "What are the odds, Dad?" Father, they call me father. They do. That's the kind of regal household we have here. Uh, father, um, uh, what are the odds that you, you fly back, that we all fly back, or you're going to end up buying a car in Florida and, and drive back? And I said, I think the odds are 50-50 because, as you know, I'm nuts on this subject. So if I, if I am on the west coast of Florida, Right, uh, the villages where my parents now live. Don't don't ask. I am just so concerned that they're going to get syphilis. Is is that no? No, yes. Uh, do you know how many sexually transmitted diseases there are in the villages? Go on, kids. Ask your parents about the STDs in the villages. We'll wait. Oh, did you want to ask Matt Bear? Matt Bear could tell you all about it. Matt, tell tell everybody about all the STDs in the villages, if you, if you would. It stinks. No, you don't want to. You want to share? You don't want to share your knowledge? Okay, that's that's that that that's fine. Um, uh, but ask your parents and please, please tell us how uncomfortable it got. Uh, so so that's where they live. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what what are they gonna have? What what are people going to be uh, selling? They don't drive anymore, what have you? So I think the odds. Or 50-50. 50-50 that I drive back in, in, in something. If you have a suggestion of what I should look for there in the villages or the, or like, you know, northwest of, of Tampa uh, area, let me know. Let me know. And I will look. 50-50, people. I'm just saying. There, there are odds. <laughs> there are odds that this is going to go down. The popcorn moment. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. There it is. I couldn't hear it for a second. It's a story you need to hear to believe, then grab your popcorn, because there is more. I was discussing exactly uh, how problematic education is in America. 
and I share with you uh, two pieces of polling. Um, the first will show you that the majority of 18 to 24-year-olds, this in a poll, it was a Harvard-Harris poll. No, don't worry about it being Harvard. Just go, go with it. Um, reported by the New York Post, the majority of 18 to 24-year-olds think Israel should be, quote, ended and given to Hamas. 51%. Now, you ask yourself, without running yourself off the road, how is that even possible? How is that possible? What does it mean given to Hamas? These kids don't know that Hamas is a terrorist organization? Of course they don't know that. If you want to know, hey, uh, Fishers, I'm talking to you. All you social justice warriors, all you people who, who support DEI in schools, you know how this happens? This happens because you allow schools to teach the idea of oppressed oppressor as if somehow that's educational. You did this. But please, it's not all on you because there are plenty of parents who absolutely let things go and didn't pay any attention and only now realize what a disaster public schools are. Even the schools that do it right don't do it completely right. And every school needs parents who are proactive paying attention to the books that are in the school library, paying attention to what it is the kids are being taught, paying attention to what's happening in the classroom. And those school districts, hey, Fishers, hey, Hamilton Southeastern, who are opposed to you parents being involved, get doubly involved. Who cares if they scream and yell and complain? Honestly, who gives a good holy damn what they say? It's your kids, and your kids are being taught that a terrorist organization has value, might want to work on that right away, immediately. Only 32% they believed in a two-state solution. 17% said other Arab states should be asked to absorb the Palestinian populations. Now, if you ask Americans 65 and over, only 4% uh, believe uh, that, that Israel uh, should, be, should be ended. Right, And I assume uh, they're all supporters of Andre Carson. Why is this happening? Well, let's go to a second poll. Not only do you have 20% of respondents aged 18 to 29 think that the Holocaust is a myth, but you also see them seeing Jews as a class of oppressors. Now you ask yourself, if you take a look at world history, this is an impossibility. Why would anybody think this? And the answer is, there's no thinking involved. Jews are white. Everybody that they're dealing with is not white. Therefore, it fits in the oppressed oppressor type of, uh, of, of, of grouping in, in, in that lifestyle. And since everything that the Marxist sees is oppressed oppressor, therefore, that's how it is. If you want to know how deep the Marxism goes, whether it's in your elementary school, your middle school, your high school, or your college, your university that has failed epically, including universities right here in Indiana that are not working, in my view, hard enough to at least set a record straight, even if we're not discussing keeping people from speaking, which I can understand, you should at least be people speaking out. And I'm sorry, uh, university president, you're not doing the job. Why? Because I'm listening. I'm listening very closely. And do you know what I'm hearing? I'll share it with you. 
Any university president afraid of the students should not be a university president. That's true in the state of Indiana. That's true all across the country. So this is how it goes down. The lack of education, the permeation uh, of the Marxism and the progressivism in in the classroom, and a lack of uh, parental participation. Why do you think they hate you for participating? They don't want you to say anything. This is why you have to say even more. This brings us to Senator Chris Van Holland of Maryland, a Democrat who I find to be despicable. And he is commenting regarding President Biden that it's clear that we're not being strong enough regarding Israel and the attack, uh, the response to Hamas from the attack from Hamas, murdering over 1,200. And he thinks the United States should be even stronger in getting Israel to stop. Well, I don't think it's getting through clearly enough uh, because we continue to see unacceptably high levels of civilian casualties. Uh, and when it comes to the humanitarian uh, crisis, um, we still have a near total siege. Now, as of today, there may be some progress. Uh, Israel finally opening the Karem Shalom crossing, which is a very important crossing. Uh, it shouldn't take this long. Uh, look, President Biden's been absolutely right uh, to stand with Israel in the objective of ending the military threat from Hamas. No more October 7th. But he's also right that how Israel conducts this operation, how the Netanyahu government conducts this operation is important. And that is why it's really essential uh, that these issues be addressed. And they're not being addressed sufficiently enough, to my mind. First, it's not a Netanyahu government, it's a unity government. Secondly, you only address this by destroying Hamas, which clearly is not something that Senator Van Hollen favors, because the idea of no more October 7th only happens if Hamas doesn't exist. It doesn't exist without a war that kills every Hamas member, and Senator Van Hollen is saying somehow Israel is wrong to want to do that. That's taking the side of Hamas. That's Senator Chris Van Hollen, Democrat from Maryland. If he or his team would like to argue that, I'm right here but that's what he said on abc's this week this is the kind of nonsense claptrap that's being fed to america and this is what must be responded to with force from the radio host sure but i'd like to actually hear it from some other members of congress that chris van hollen is despicable andre carson as well just in case we're just putting them all together because you know they are Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Just ridiculous already. Just nonsense. All this time and it's still happening. What? It's just. It's embarrassing. It really is. Goodness gracious, Tony Katz. Oh, ninety-three WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. My thanks to everybody who showed up this weekend at Premier Arms. In Brownsburg, uh, raise money for helping veterans and families, hvaf.org. Uh, Hotel Tango Distillery was out there. Bourbon was tremendous. P- 
people were drinking, happy, trying, talking. Travis Barnes, the the owner, the distiller was was out there. Uh, it, it was very cool. People were buying jewelry. They were buying firearms. They were they were having a good time. We were smoking cigars. It was it was an exceptional day. My thanks to Greeks Pizzeria for the for for the pizza as as well. Um, good to see everybody out. And and a lot was going on. And IU was was playing, getting beaten by Kansas, and then. The, the Colts game was happening, and still hundreds of people came out, and it was, it, it was terrific, a, a, a pleasure, an absolute pleasure. We're going to do uh, so, some more of that. So thank you to everybody who showed up, and uh, make sure you get some Hotel Tango for Christmas, and make sure you get to Premier Arms and PA Jewelers and buy local uh, for, uh, uh, for, for Christmas. Get all the shopping done. And then, of course, uh, you can give to Helping Veterans and Families, HVAF, HVAF.org. And if you're tired of, of cooking for Christmas, then you get some Greeks Pizzeria. There, we covered covered everybody right there. We handled all of uh, the people in one shot. That's kind of that's what we do. Where, wait, hold on. Wait, where'd it go? Where'd it go? It was right here. Oh, there it is. Cooking a steak, wouldn't it be great? You could be my mate, cooking a steak. For goodness sake, will you please be my mate and come and cook a steak? Steak. Ah, Meatless Monday. Now, I have been having an internal crisis with Meatless Monday. It's not that uh, I, I have stopped wanting to remind people that the Indianapolis City County Council doesn't actually do things to make the city better. They pass ridiculous resolutions like don't eat meat on a Monday. And then, of course, they paint slogans on the streets thinking somehow they're going to make the world a better place. Uh, they, they don't They don't focus on the things that matter. We've noticed this. We, we, we've, we've discussed this. And years ago, I started Meatless Monday. Right, uh, uh, to to all right to mock meatless Monday. Oh, don't eat meat on a Monday. It's better for the environment. It's good for you. <laughs> Have yourself a steak, people. Have a burger, perhaps a chicken cutlet. Matt Bear loves a good chicken cutlet. Yeah, chicken cutlet, right. good. Chicken cutlet is his name on eHarmony. In case you're, in case you're looking for it. But I've been thinking as of late, uh, 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 Matt Bear. It's possible that. Some things come to an end. Oh, no. And it is possible that Meatless Monday has run its course. They repealed the resolution? No. Oh, God, no. Oh. God, no. This is Indianapolis. I'm sure there'll be another one. I am just wondering whether or not I, I am done with, 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 with this idea, and I need to start moving on to some others. Or is it, is it singularly the most important thing we do? And without it, the whole show falls apart. I think there could be something in the middle there. Um, you know, without the whole show falling apart. I, with Meatless Monday, I mean, I like the fact that, that we talk about local restaurants who are putting out some good beef and some good meat. So I, I've always enjoyed having it on. I think it's a good chance to highlight some of the smaller restaurants and some of the people that are doing new and cool things. And that served meat on, on Monday. I, I think it's fun. Okay, we'll keep doing it. What are you asking me for? I do Turn traffic. me right around, Matt Bear. Yeah, I know, yeah. You great American. We keep going. It was the local restaurant, you know? I mean. Oh, you know. my gosh. And by the way, I'm going to start repeating places. Whatever. Don't care. I think we need to have a system where people send in their stuff. Maybe that's it. There you go. 
Maybe that has to be it. Uh, today, uh, we're heading we're heading down uh, ki- kind of south, kind of kind of south. I, I guess we 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 can call it. Uh, we're we're gonna head down to the Beach Grove area, uh, Matt Pear. Oh, it's its own city. It's beautiful. Uh, it, it, is is it now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is called Murphy's Pub House. Have you been to the Murphy's Pub House? Mm, unfortunately, no, no. They have a fine array of wings, pizza, steaks, burgers, and tenderloin. Oh, they serve meat. Right, all in a smoothie. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. That's that's not true. A meat smoothie. That's, that's a, well, one can dream. One <laughs> one can dream. People are eating breakfast. What? It's a meat smoothie. It's, we're just we're just, we're just offering up some opportunities. Like Hold on. You would eat on Fear Factor, you know. Right. So first of all, they've got the fried pickle spear if you want it for an appetizer. They serve that with a sriracha ranch dress, uh, dipping uh, sauce right there. And then they've got some salads. You know, if you're if you're that person, you can even get a blackened steak tip a salad with the spinach, the bacon, the red onion, the blue cheese, the hot bacon dressing, which also is uh, Matt uh, Bear's name on eHarmony. He's got two profiles. Oh, a bunch of them. Yeah. Two uh, profiles. Yeah, they've got some pizzas if if you want to if you want to do that. Oh, it's good. But here the garlic pepper crusted New York strip. It's a 21 ounce. It's topped with a chef's butter, served with a, a choice of super salad and a potato. That's, That's a possible at Murphy's uh, Pub House South uh, com, or you can just do the the ribeye right there, or you can um, uh, you can get the uh, fillet served with the demi glaze. Um, you, know, you can do six ounce or an eight ounce. That's all available, or the grilled pork chops. What do you want, Matt Bear? I was back on the 21-ounce steak that you had. That sounds amazing. Right. Right. Why are we screwing around? Just give me the 21-ounce garlic pepper-crusted New York strip and then shut your face, cats. Tie a bib on me. Let's go. Right. Bib, you're going shirtless. Yes, I am. That's going to be another calendar. That's what's that's what's gonna be right there. That is Murphy's Pub House South, by the way. I believe the address is sixty one twenty East Thompson Road. I believe that is where uh you 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 find them. Sixty one twenty East Thompson Road. I think I have that right. I think I have it accurate right there. Murphy's Public House South. That's where you go for Meatless Monday. We will not give up the ship, people. Matt Barra set us straight. We're in it to win it. Thank you. Thank you. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. MSNBC has doubled down on Jen Psaki as a television host, which is to say MSNBC has doubled down on a, on a pseudo-intellectualism where opinion is projected as news and news gets wrapped up in opinion. We see this time and again, and we're bothered by it. I admit freely that I, I am not a journalist. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Good to be with you. Find everything I'm doing over at TonyKatz.com. Would love to have you over there, T-O-N-Y-K-A-T-Z, TonyKatz.com. I'm not a journalist. I think one should be honest about these things. I don't see that as a as something wrong. I see it as something clarifying. I, I do sometimes break news. Of course, we have a news department here at WIBC. We share the news. I, I do opinion. I engage the news, and then I share thoughts uh, about it. This is what I do. And I don't ever, ever kind of uh, um, pretend in, in any other way. I know there are people on, on the left who get very angry. 
My gosh, he's not a news guy. I never said I was. And then they, they, they've lost their minds before, but that's just because they can't get us to stop. They've tried. Uh, they've, they've failed. Uh, to, to that end, my interviews are far more, far more rational, balanced, focused uh, pushback than anything Jen Psaki delivers. What Jen Psaki is doing is, 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 is this is this is not news and and it, it it should always be seen as commentary and the commentary itself should be questioned. She had on um a a a, a guest who was warning that if Trump is elected, my gosh, everything could just fall apart. This guy is a former aide to President Trump. Miles Taylor. Now, Miles Taylor, isn't this the guy who did the anonymous letter? Isn't that who Miles Taylor is? He was. He was. What, what was he? He was a chief of staff to somebody who was with within uh, the 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 Trump orbit, but a ridiculous, ridiculous kid. This is his argument. This is a legit argument on MSNBC over the weekend. You ready? Good. Well, the possibilities are almost limitless. And I spent nearly two years asking that question to people. And, and I wrote it in this book, Blowback, but to try to paint that picture, to try to understand what he would actually do by talking to all of my former colleagues at different departments and agencies under Trump and asking them that question. What will happen in a second term? The biggest concerns for me are on the national security side. I think Americans still don't understand the full extent of the president's powers and things Donald Trump could do bubble wrapped in legalese that would be damaging to the republic. And one of those that I've noted is there's something in the White House called the Doomsday Book. And for the first time, DHS gave authorization for me to mention this publicly. Uh, and the fact that there are concerns that that book, which is supposed to be used to protect the country in instances of armed foreign invasion, Invasion or rebellion, it's the president's most extraordinary powers could be picked up by Trump and used for domestic political purposes. He could invoke powers we've never heard a president of the United States invoke, potentially to shut down companies or turn off the Internet or deploy the U.S. military on U.S. soil. Can we just can we just stop uh, as, as he's bringing up posse comitatus uh, and the idea of turning off the Internet? Trump's going to shut off the Internet. This is the argument. If you elect him, all of these things can happen. Um, this is no longer just fear-mongering. Um, this, for these people, is porn. This is porn. Fear porn. These people are just three steps away from being a staffer for Senator Ben Cardin and having sex in a Senate hearing room. Oh, that happened. That's a story. I will sadly share that with you. Coming up.